Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Tuesday, June 1st. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. Hello, John. We are still here and still freely broadcasting. So that's a good sign. Still freely broadcasting. Yep. <laughs> live, live. We're not a pirate. Okay. We're not a pirate podcast yet. So. Arg. Arg. Right, it's true. I got to get my, my arg on and get my, my fucking no. patch for my that's eye. September 19, maybe? Talk like a pirate day, I believe. Oh, is it? Yep. Is it? Ish. Well, Ish. I think it's the 19th. Ish. I'll get my eye patch, you know. Um, I was going to make a Dan Crenshaw joke. Don't there, be stereotypical. Well, don't do that. I was going to say, don't be stereotypical about pirates. No, I won't because, like, he, you know, remember, he says that everybody of any identity is always way too uptight about stuff. But the minute somebody mentions his eye patch, he needed to whine and go on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I'm more pointing that out for the complete hypocrisy of who the fuck they are. Oh, he, but, he, yeah. he, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's, yes. I do not have a lot of respect for people who don't support the military and then use their military service as proof of how much they support the military. Right. Basically. Who even actually went through it all and have been through everything. Yep. And even with that, still like, will use that to sell out their country. It, that's incredible. Yep. It's incredible to me. Yep. Supported a commander in chief who called U.S. service members, excuse me, U.S. service members who were dead suckers and losers for getting caught and, and or right. killed by the enemy who yeah, refused. He said he liked people who got, who he liked the ones that didn't get caught. He yep. said about John McCain, right? Trump refused to visit our military dead in the cemeteries because of the suckers and losers comment. He thought they were suckers and losers so badly that he didn't even want to visit them. And it was raining because, you know, well, it, I just it, don't remember. It was the 75th remember? anniversary. Was it of, yep. uh, World War I. Uh, and and, uh, and he he also didn't want to visit because it was raining and like it might have messed his yeah. hair up. Yeah, who that cares about our military? Go- that big yeah. gloppy pile of as uh, yeah. pen of Penn and Teller refers to it as yeah. of what does he call it? He calls it um, piss, cotton, candy. That uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and 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 Trump was the one that remember at the beginning of his term. Not only did he go to the CIA. Uh, the wall of the dead at the mm-hmm. CIA's the memorial and talk about himself, which was crass. But as far as the military, he's interviewed by Jake Tapper and Bill O'Reilly. And both of them are talking about Putin. And I forget which interviews, which, but it was the same thing. The same Trump, thing yep. Trump is going on about how you think Putin's a killer. Look at us. We're killers too. And he's talking oh, and he, and about, he actually said, look at our military. Right. You he's think talking we're, about our military and what they do abroad and called them killers in the context of comparing them to Putin. Okay. And what Putin does, and I'll keep world. this going. He so, insulted, yeah. he insulted gold star parents. Oh, they had the right. audacity, audacity to uh, criticize him. He, and, well, and think he, about he, it, Cliff. Think why else was he think about well, it? Of course, because they were non-white. No. Oh, no. Well, yes. I mean, yes. But because their kids were dead and you know what they, they were suckers and losers. Right. I, I, it never hit me until now. That's five star, that's, but we didn't even talk about the five you yeah. know, bones per uh, cases, which we yeah. found out later. A doctor who was friends with his dad made up yeah. so that he didn't have to go and fight. Not oh, and let's out. not also forget the the. Oh, and pardon. Oh, 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 you disappeared in your back. Oh, that was scary. Momentary. Oh, I'm back over. He. he, he yep. Well, I'm back. He wore okay. pardon. He, he pardoned a war criminal, in the Navy SEALs, and over the oh, objections of oh, every God, military officer, yes, including yes. the including the head of the Navy, who then he demanded resign because the guy spoke out against yeah. what he did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can go on. Remember, he's smarter yeah. than the generals. He knew more than the generals. He hates, he hates uh, the fucking troops. And people like Dan Crenshaw and Tom Cotton supported him 
over his support over well supported him when he was outright pissing on the military so when when dan but you know this is the thing i mean you know lee harvey oswald served in the military lots of people served in the military okay i mean it's sure. i think military service amazing thing but when bad people try to use their military service to whitewash all the bad things they do like dan crenshaw that's a crock of shit hey, hey perhaps the first uh you know, mass shooter in U.S. history from the Bell Tower, Texas at Austin, Charles Whitman, um, was was a, a military sniper. That doesn't make him a good person. Timothy McVeigh. But now, mind you, we don't want to be. It's not like we're knocking military people. But the point is, no, I, it's in it's a general not a get sense, out of jail free for bad people. Correct. <laughs> in a general sense, I have the utmost respect for people yes. that would go and risk their lives for for something they believe that strongly in and put their lives in the lines yeah. for other people. I, I can do nothing but respect the hell out of that. Yeah. It doesn't make up for. So it's if in, in general, if we're taking just a, your general case. I respect the hell out of you. It doesn't make up for you being, being an evil piece of shit like the couple people we just talked about. Exactly. Um, so today's show, we're going to talk about that. Hello. Can oh, you I thought me? I was you. Okay. Oh, you may have. I don't know. Today's show, we're going to talk about that, although we just I did. Can. Um Our big discussion is uh, General Flynn fucking around again. Um, and God, everything surrounding that. Trump, Sidney Powell, the Republicans, you name it. Um, and I don't re- recall if we had... Any other itty bitty issue? Looking at my list here, there's a lot surrounding that actually. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about Sydney. Let's talk about Nikki Haley really quick too, since we're talking about Memorial Day. So, Kamala Harris. Well, I mean, Kamala, you Kamala, take it, yeah, yeah. Kamala, I Kamala. say Kamala because I'm from the Midwest, and I just can't say Kamala. Kamala. You know, Kamala sounds like Tamalak, which is a Romulan from Star Trek, <laughs> but we won't go there. Kamala. Kamala Harris uh, tweeted. Uh, this weekend about Memorial Day, and she sort of tweeted something wishing everybody a relaxing, happy Memorial Day with their family, blah, blah, blah. And of course, the right-wing noise machine kicked in because, oh my God, Memorial. And fair enough, but I said the same thing on my- How can you wish people a happy Memorial Day? I did the same thing. My my cyber disobedience email list, you can all join for free. But I, at the end, said, oh, hope everybody has a great Memorial Day weekend, relaxing, blah, blah, blah. You know, it is something that, Many of our holidays, like Christmas, Easter, New Year's, not New Year's, but Easter. It's an expression. Christmas. You get used to saying it, yes. Well, you, you kind of assume you – actually, but it's, it's not just expression. We kind of morph all our holidays into family events, which I don't think is a bad thing. But Thanksgiving is about family. Christmas is about family, right? I mean, I don't know whether, whether Hanukkah and those guys sort of go that way as well, but we it sort does. of turn them into family and eating and getting everyone together events. I mean, Thanksgiving, no one thinks of Thanksgiving about sitting with the Indians or whatever. I mean, that's not right. I say Indians on purpose because that was like the way we were brought up calling them. But Native Americans, nobody thinks about Thanksgiving being that or the first winter. Uh, I don't I don't think so. I'd <laughs> like to know what kids if kids think that or not. But, you, know? you know, we were taught I mean, that in school. I'm not sure they are anymore. And that may be well, but, but I'm saying but even we don't. And it's not because we were disabused of whether that first dinner actually happened. It's a family holiday. Thanksgiving. It, yeah. it just is. And Christmas too, frankly. Well, I, I mean, mean, we do that with, mo- I mean, that's know? what the 4th of July is too. Yeah. We turn, you know, barbecue with friends and family. We turn yeah. most of these things. And and as you said, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean. How many, I, I, you can't answer this, but how many people really, even if you're Christian, I'm Christian, how many people really spend Christmas Day thinking about the baby Jesus? Baby Jesus never comes up during our Christmas. He doesn't. I do because I'm a big fan. <laughs> you do because you know because you're a Jew for Jesus, and we love you for yeah, it. I'm a I'm a I'm a fan. I mean, you know, I've got all of his his baseball cards. Okay, go ahead. He's a Jew. Jesus was a Jew. 
He was. He's one of mine. You know. Um, in any case, so but but having said that, she's the vice president. And she, you know, somebody should have been sort of helping her and sort of said, hey, you know, make sure you mention the troops, whatever. So she did do a follow up tweet, obviously thanking the troops for their service and um, and remembering the, the those who you know, gave their lives and all of that. So Nikki Haley, right, Republican, uh, former, was she governor, I believe, Cliff? South Carolina? Um, yes, governor and then made secretary of the U.N. because she oh, looked UN darker I mean, UN, to Donald Trump. Because we all remember. As Donald Trump, the way he picked his secretaries was, he's like, Ben Carson is black. Yeah. Let's make him secretary of housing and urban development, even though he knows nothing about that and was a doctor. He's like, Nikki Haley, she looks strangely darker and different, like she's from a foreign country. Let's put her at the UN, even though she has no foreign policy experience yeah. when she was brought up in South Carolina. Yeah. That's kind of the way he does stuff. Yeah. And Haley goes back and forth between criticizing Trump and sucking his Licking, Ooh, kissing God. his ass, sucking. I was, you know, I was going to say sucking his ass. I'm like, that's not an expression. I that, that's why nope. I stopped myself. I went, I was trying to say kissing his ass. I'm like, that was. Weird. I'm going to say I thought Ooh. you were going to say something worse than that. No, I well, like, I don't wow. actually use that other expression. That's why I know that wasn't I where I was going because it's not. I I would say kissing ass is what the expression I would use. I don't um, use that expression either. Up. I find it to be a bit a bit gross actually, and too far. No, but no, um, I, 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 I sucking up is the other. Actually, I was mixing kissing ass and sucking up. That was it. Yeah, I don't I don't use the sucking mm, expression even with my friends that's not a it's mm, not a, it it's not a, a phrase i grew up with let's put it that way <laughs> yeah. you know i think we do we use terms we use terms that we use which is also why some people i think when they slip and say something yeah. racist or whatever we kind of go okay barney barney frank remember that uh idiot uh dick army house republican second guy in the house under newt gingrich once yep. called uh, congressman barney frank openly gay barney fag and when he said it, I think Barney may or may not have forgiven him, but the rest of us were going on a radio show. Well, it, oh, it was a radio show. That's interesting. Yeah. And, and the rest of us were going, that had to be a Freudian slip because yeah. it's something you've said before. Having said that, you know what I did once? I was on that's a call. What, that was my thought. That was my exact thought is that he didn't say it on purpose. It, it's just, it's, that's what he was thinking. That's, so what, that's, what, that's, he what, he's, yeah. that's what he's called behind closed doors. Yeah. In the Republican thing. Correct. Having said that. I was on a call once for work years ago. We were organizing this children's march when I was at Children's Defense Fund in the 90s. And I had to call the folks. I, I had convinced them, mind you, this is 1996, so this is considered kind of edgy, but I convinced the folks at Children's Defense Fund that we needed to have gay groups involved in the march. And they were like, you're right, we should, because I said, there's gay youth, lots of problems with suicide, blah, blah. And they said, you're right. Now, mind you, 1996, that was a pretty edgy position for them to take. And I'm very, now, well, this is, again, me, I mean, you know, for, give people context there. We, yeah. we passed DOMA in what, 94, something like 95, that? 95, so, I, mean, I think. Yeah, 95 so, or 96. Yeah, that, yeah. We basically passed a, a bill banning yeah. gay marriage, you know, and Democrats, many Democrats voted for it. Just to, just to give you context of where yeah. we were then. Well, and this is the kind of thing Cliff and I often talk about when we say you've got to look at historical events in context, because in context, it was really gutsy for the Children's Defense Fund to do that. Whereas now, yep. even when I was describing it, it almost sounds silly to say, what, you had to force them to invite gay groups? 1996. Trust me, in the 90s, that was a thing. <laughs> well, and the, the children's, mind you, in the 90s, the children, one of the Paragon groups, if not the of the children's rights, uh, children's rights, but ch child poverty movement, embracing gays, right? Because back right. then we were especially considering what they used to call you. Right, we were debating if we were pedophiles back then. That was right. They used to, we, they of used course, to try to make they that were connection. Debating. Yes, 
Well, yeah. they were making it up that you yeah. were, and they were claiming they had science behind yeah. it like they do with all the huge, other shit they make up. Huge thing for them to do. So anyway, I'm on the phone with PFLAG. Uh, PFLAG, remember PFLAG, the parents group that helped, you know, for lesbians and gays, and mm-hmm. we all love PFLAG. And during the pride marches, they always, they get the applause because they're like the, again, the parents that have embraced all of us. And I'm talking to her. And in talking to her, I said something about PFAG. <laughs> and, I, and I stopped myself. And I mean, mind you, dead wow. silence. And then I went into overdrive because I hadn't told her I was gay. I was just like, so, so then I went into overdrive. I said, oh my God, I'm gay. I've done a ton of gay rights stuff. You can Google me. Maybe they didn't have Google. <laughs> you can also listen to me. Oh, I was mortified at this point. And she goes, no, she goes, I've got a mistake all the time. <laughs> yeah. Imagine saying, tell me, uh, you know, I, that reminds me of something, John. Like it, it was, was it with the, the universal sort of, um, you know, civil rights bill, marriage rights, or not bill, but Supreme Court decision. Did P flag go away? Like, no, what they're happened? Still around? They're still around. You just I don't just hear have, about them as much. I don't feel like I've heard anything about them recently, no. which is interesting. I guess maybe just because there's not as many battles, but there still are like for over dis- housing and and in job discrimination in the states, right? I mean, well, and you've got. You've I still got, don't fully um, get it. Like, I know we were trying to pass national protections, but I don't feel like we did. Did we? Well, no, we didn't. That's a whole other issue. Um, and frankly, you know. A lot of controversy around that, but uh, um, but no, P uh, uh, P flag just yeah, they kind of they they were getting a lot less publicity basically for whatever reason than they, but they're still around because because it doesn't really matter whether we have more rights now than we had then. If you are growing, we don't get too much of a tangent here, but if you're growing up gay, bi, trans, okay. It's really fucked up. I mean, you are typically, typically, sometimes nowadays you are, but typically you're not born into a trans family. You're not born into a gay family, right? So they not only do you right. not have role models, you're you're watching your parent role model be straight or whatever, or not trans, right? Your siblings usually aren't either. So you are totally isolated with this secret. All your friends in high school are dating girls. You're not, right? I mean, it's it is this horrible secret that you still feel like, oh my, right. As a kid, you don't want to be different. Right. But, but, but the, so, here's my question. The reason why you I need was support. asking was, yeah. was, well, yeah. And I was asking for a very specific reason yeah. because when you were a kid or, you know, even in your twenties or whatever, you know, the, the support networks weren't there and were so important that parents embrace their kids and whatever. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I feel like now that's the majority where parents do embrace their kids and there's so many support networks oh, that think- it may not be as essential, but maybe I'm wrong. I think I there, are, there may be more, right? Like it's not the same societal message of I, I think for the support networks. Yes. I, th- I meaning I think there's a lot of support networks. There are a lot of kids support networks now, right? Like in DC, we have a group called smile S M Y A L that's been around for decades. And you probably have uh, glisten the gay and lesbian straight uh, Alliance, you know, in high schools, mm-hmm. you've got more chapters like that, but do not presume that parents are, it doesn't really matter if parents are better at gay. For example, have you talked about being gay or trans to your kids? I don't mean that yeah. in a put you in a spot, but I mean, no, 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 no. You, you, I mean, but, that's but I mean, I whether they are, but I mean, like, hey, I mean, in case you turn out, yeah, let me answer. Dude, dude, dude. Yeah. You asked, yeah. like, and I've got a good answer to it, which is we have, and, and the thing is, and again, it may just be because we're in that type of sort of upper right. middle class liberal neighborhood and, blah, and they know what we do for a living, but not only have we had in detail conversations telling them when they were younger, whatever they were, we were a thousand oh, percent supported okay. them, that we loved them and, you know, that kind of thing. But right. their school, I mean, they've had diversity days and, to- well, and, and they include LGBTQ. Right. 
it's a private school, so maybe okay. that's okay. what it is. But they've been very good on that okay. stuff, like, a, you know, about accepting. And, and if any kid ever bullied another kid by using, I, I wouldn't right. even say the word, you could get away with saying it, but the yeah, F yeah. word, yeah. Uh, they'd, be, they'd be suspended like if they used the N word. Oh, I mean, okay. it's that okay. bad. So, so, it's, so I it's guess maybe I'm in a, I may be in yeah. a bubble. And maybe yeah. the rest of the world is worse. I don't know. I, I st- the other, the, any case, the other issue is that your kids, kids in general, have still got to be comfortable with themselves. And I suspect it's better for them today because of all the support they're getting from family and schools and everything else. But you still are different from everybody else in a world that still kind of expects you to right, date girls and everything else. You know, if you're a guy and you're still dealing with right, the, the social trauma. messages are still. Wait, you, you still have to deal with, okay. You're all, you all think I'm fine, but do I think I'm fine? This is freaking me out. I'm different. Oh my God. I know they say I'm, you know, am I, am I going to get harassed in school? Am I really going to get a job? Am I really, I I think you, you still, as a kid, you don't want to be different. Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Well, if you ever catch yourself thinking when looking in the mirror, I wish my under-eye bags would just go away. You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now, introducing my new favorite, the new GenuCell Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote me, I've been using GenuCell for a couple months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around the cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. They guarantee it. Order now and save big on Genucel's risk-free introductory offer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L. For an instant 10% off your order, order now. You'll get the amazing Genucel XB face cream. When you order the exclusive Genucel most popular package at checkout, that's love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. So I think all this stuff is necessary because, but it's. Well, this is all a good, a good thing to. We'll get to our next topic because we didn't mean to talk about this, but actually, it worked out perfectly considering we just started Pride Month today. Oh wait, but finish Nikki. So the reason we're talking, we got into all of this. So Nikki Haley is knocking Kamala Harris, and I don't even remember why we mentioned that, but because Kamala does the tweet about Kamala does the tweet about Happy Holiday Weekend. So what does Nikki Haley do? Nikki Haley turns around yesterday on Memorial Day. And she tweets a tweet with the hashtag Memorial Day 2021. Thanks on this Memorial Day for the blessings of family and spending time with my little one, her son, who's like 19 or something, not so little anymore, hashtag. So Nikki Haley, after attacking Kamala Harris for saying- Did she really? See, I didn't even see that part. She really did that. She's such- And she she even hashtagged it, Memorial Day 2021. So this is her Memorial Day tweet is- is 
Memorial Day is about the blessings of family and spending time with your kids. Well, no, it's not. It's about remembering the war dead, Nikki, which is what you told Kamala Harris. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I knew the first part. I knew she got dragged by everybody, oh. Oh. which was great. And especially a lot of military people came out. Veterans yeah. came out and ripped the crap out of her. Out of Nikki um, or, or Kamala? Nikki. No, yeah, I don't okay. They were just like, like, hi, um, you, you've had nothing to say about somebody, yeah. like, you know, in two months now who supported sedition, something that's an attack on our military. Oh, by the way, Brian, what's Brian, um, Sidenick, you know, I pronounced his name right? Sicknick. You know, was, Sicknick. Sicknick, was, an, was a military officer and died because of, you know, of this attack. Why don't, you know, but you, you don't seem to care about that. I mean, she just got ripped by everybody yeah. and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, for all the things that. you and I brought up earlier, all the ways Trump attacked the military, we're like, why didn't you ever bring it up then? Interesting. Funny that you had nothing to say when he talked about suckers and losers. But then after all that, she even went and sent out a tweet. She's such a yeah. moron. My God, I mean, she's a moron. I mean, she's, actually, she's kind, of a, she's kind of dumb. I mean, that, that's what that says. No, I'm serious. I think she's you very know? stupid. I mean, I mean quite saying, I mean, literally. And, this, and the tweet was yesterday morning, so it was after the whole Kamala blow up, which I think happened Saturday. She – I just – how do you attack Kamala Harris for sending out a Memorial Day tweet that isn't about the troops, but is about, you know, relaxing weekend with family and stuff. And then she sends out a tweet literally devoted to Memorial Day. Here's my cute son. Mind you, my cute son who isn't in the military. <laughs> you know, like the thing is, yeah, whatever. She's just I mean, again, like they're just performatively awful. You know what I mean? Like they're just – it's like they're – even on a day that's supposed to bring us all together. This is why I, I have trouble okay, – really try to control my, my hatred for them. Hmm. But it's not easy because this is, a, this is one of those days that's supposed to bring everybody together. And this, to me, this is why we're so divided is there's no shot that is too hmm. cheap for them. There's yeah. no time that's not about power and partisanship yeah. for them. I mean here Actually, we go. That's a, good this point. A, that's a good point about Memorial Day. And it's right. It's not supposed to be about hating each other. It's supposed to be about coming together to honor the troops. Together, to, I mean, literally looking at the people that sacrificed their lives and using Democrats, Republicans, deaths. and everybody else. Using their deaths, Cliff. Yep. What the Republicans decided Memorial Day was about was about taking advantage of the fact that our troops died and saying, how can I use your death to benefit me? Correct. They decided it's about the same thing that Israel and Palestine, you know, and Palestinians are about, which is let's pick a position that politically benefits us. Oh, now we're going to love Jews. I mean, we've sat there and we've, you know, abided by Trump saying Charlottesville, you know, had both sides were good. And, you know, Trump sending out a video blaming, you know, globalists with all Jews in it, you know, as his closing statement in 2016. And and McCarthy sending out a tweet saying, you know, that that Democrats are trying to buy elections. And all you had in there were Bloomberg and Soros and stuff and other Jewish names right. and all the other things they've done that are anti-Semitic. But they, it's like, but it, but once there's a, something in the Middle East, oh, opportunity, let's right. use the Jews as a human shield. I mean, that's my point. Everything, they're all about power, which is the definition of, of authoritarianism. There's right. nothing else. There literally is nothing else to them. I mean, even on this day where we should be able to say, maybe there's a day for us to stop and think about things that people sacrifice for this country. No, nope, they can't do it. They just can't do it. Lovely people. Um, so yeah. shall we move over to the latest of the latest on sedition? Yeah, I mean, speaking of military and, and how being a mil- serving in the military doesn't wipe away all other sins, that might be the perfect segue to one Michael Flynn. Yeah. So Flynn was is a former general, very scarily was the former head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, right? So the, the, the top intelligence agency of the Pentagon. Um, well, 
kind of. I mean, NSA is there. Too. Well, he was for a short period, but Obama yeah. pushed him out. And it yeah. does lead you to wonder why. Because we've never gotten a full explanation of why Obama pushed him out. But you with know, everything he's done since, it does point. make you wonder. It's a very good point. You're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So Obama forces they him out. worried and, about his loyalty? You know, go ahead. Well, and remember Obama, when um, Obama had the traditional meeting, which of course Trump never did with Biden, a traditional meeting with the incoming guy who won uh, with Trump at this point, and Obama told him, once the press left that you've, you've got to be, you know, be, beware of Flynn. You've got to get rid of him. And again, we don't know why Obama was so, so worried about Flynn that he even gave Trump that warning and said, you got to distance yourself. And Sally Yates also, who was the acting attorney general at that time, um, warned Trump about, about Flynn and said, do not, you know, and she had information. And I, I don't remember if it was that they knew about the calls with Kislyak. That was part uh, of it. That was a large part of it. That but, he was, but they he knew- was like, well, he was both having private talks with the Russians saying, right. don't worry about their sanctions. We're not going to do anything. Right. But he also, as we know, eventually from the criminal proceedings against him and Trump eventually pardoned him, something we should remind people, uh, after he was convicted, he was planning planning a rendition with the Turkish government to literally grab a critic of the Turkish government uh, and rendition him out of this country. I don't right. think he's – he's not a U.S. citizen, but he's a U.S. Um, – what's the word I'm looking for? You know, uh, permanent resident. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I think he was a permanent resident in the same manner that Khashoggi was, who was murdered by the Saudis. In the same, so not not a citizen. And and here's Flynn privately planning to help them. I think he was some sort of a cleric who was very critical of the government. He was going to help bring this guy over there for them to talk. For what? What do you think they would do to him once he was there? I got a couple guesses for you: A, torture; B, kill; C, all of the above. It's one of the pick. You know, and like. So, so, yeah, they knew things about him. They were warning Trump. Trump obviously probably already knew those things and didn't care or didn't know those things and didn't care because he was doing similar – having similar talks with Russians and others. And, and so we knew this guy was sketchy. And it turns out – I mean he would already had dinner at, to celebrate at, at that RT celebration at the head oh, table with Putin at that point. Remember that? Which yeah. if you think about yeah. the coup that Jill that is – no pun intended with coup um, – right. That that was for Russia, for Putin to get the head of the former head of the you know, defense intelligence in this country to yeah. come and sit at a dinner celebrating him and his ne- his propaganda network, anti American propaganda network. And, network. And, network. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that was when Joel Stein was at too, the lovely yeah. Joel Stein. Yeah. Um, and you know, so you've got that. We know right. what he was doing with Turkey. We know all these things. They warn him not to hire him. He brings him in. He's gone in no time because it comes out about right. the rendition with Turkey and whatever, and then he gets ends up getting convicted, and Trump, of course, um, comes out and and uh, pardons him. After the judge, I mean, when they sentenced him, basically called him a traitor. I mean, I, that statement by the judge, you go back yeah. and read it. Right. It was incredible what the oh, judge yeah. had to the say. Oh, yeah, the judge was pissed at him. About, yeah. About yeah. what he'd done. Well, which again and, makes um, you wonder what – I remember hearing that and wondering whether, whether there was more we didn't know because that judge was pissed probably. at him. Yeah. And he's been in the time since allying himself with Q, um, right. speaking at, at you know virtually at things of theirs, um, uh, saying he's you know coming out and he he did he did their pledge whatever their pledge of allegiance is right he did that on a YouTube video, um, and now he's going places and I think this was yeah. this at the Q thing or wherever this it was, was a QAnon um, conference in Dallas this weekend, 
and he's there and he's this guy who has this rank and this background he has when somebody asks him should we just have you know is there any reason why we can't have a coup here like we did in myanmar to restore the rightful yeah. leaders or whatever he's he, his, his response is no there isn't any reason why we can't do that and yeah, let me let me put a finer point on this. So what Flynn's response was, uh, the guy said, yeah, is there any reason we can't, you know, we shouldn't, or we, we can't have a coup here like we had in Myanmar, and I'll get more on that in a sec. And Flynn says, no reason. I mean, it should happen here. No reason. No reason. So he's saying no reason. It sh- no uh, reason. I didn't even see this should happen here. Oh, you yeah. Step and, he, and he even, and he emphasized, he goes, no reason. I mean, it should happen here. No reason. So just to put Incredible. background, so Donnie O'Sullivan, who's really good, who's uh uh, the Irish reporter looks like a little leprechaun. Um, I shouldn't say that because I like the guy. We follow each other on That's Twitter. That's not nice. I don't, know who, I don't know who he is. I think it is nice. He's, like. He reminds me of a leprechaun. He's got this beautiful Irish accent. Uh, he's on CNN, young guy. Okay. And um, so anyway, Donny has been investigating all of these lunatics. And he said that, uh, quote, talk of a Myanmar-style coup in the U.S. has been popular among some Trump supporters and QAnon believers for months. So uh, CNN was interviewing another woman a couple months ago who mentioned Myanmar. They all call it Myanmar or something. They don't know how to pronounce like Miami with an R or something. You know, Miami R. Welcome to Miami. Miami R. It's our Will Smith version of. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but so basically for whatever crazy reason, Myanmar and the coup there and the military government taking over is like a big deal with the QAnon types. And for whatever reason, you know, they're embracing it. So when this guy got up and he said, he didn't mention coup, he said, is there any reason why what happened in Myanmar can't happen here? And that's when Flynn said, no reason. I mean, it should happen here. No reason. So that's what. So his only defense is going to now Flynn is saying, I wasn't talking about a coup. And of course he was talking. Everyone's going, of course he was talking about a coup. Like it's literally, we have, we have video. What, what does he claim he was talking about? No one explains that. I think Sidney Powell even came out and denied it without saying, okay, then what the fuck was he talking about? Right. Um, he's going to, he's going to claim. This is really oh, important. I, I, I didn't so, hear the question. and had no idea what the guy was talking about. Is what he's going to claim. I think probably. So this is important though, John. And I think here's where we can sort of help. Uh, here's where we can step in and be of extra value and educate people. What happens in these far right fringes, it happens in other fringes too, with any group of, let's put it this way, any group of primates, monkeys develop these right. habits too. Remember, and Cliff, a primate a has the size and shape of a monkey, a man, or any old ape. <laughs> I didn't remember? remember that, but I like it. That was for the Brady um, Bunch. No, I didn't. It was, it was Jan oh learning, God, Jan so or Marsha cool. learning what primates were in school. Marsha, Marsha. Okay, I won't start. Anyway, that. I always love um, that. That's excellent, by the way. Damn dirty ape. That's what I think of. I think of Planet oh, of the right. Apes. Right. Um, damn, and then and then Charlton Heston became an NRI guy and bull thing for me. But in any case. You've been listening to a free excerpt of the Unprecedented Podcast. To hear the rest of the show and hear all of our past shows and support our work as independent media, please go to patreon.com slash unprecedented podcast and become a subscriber for as little as $5 a month. You can have all of our old episodes, see all of our Zoom interviews, and support the great work that we hope you think we're doing promoting the democratic and liberal agenda. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. See you next episode.